Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. And I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, we're going to be talking about butterflies. And, you know, they are so transformative. And, you know, we see it at Compassionate Friends, and we see it on all sorts of sites. And we're going to talk about how one person has taken that transformative power of the butterfly and made it into a beautiful memorial, Heidi. I love this idea because I actually have a butterfly tattoo on my ankle. Um, and it reminds me of my brother, Scott. So I just love the beauty of butterflies, how they fly around and, you know, they just remind you of life and a celebration of life. And we are going to be talking today with Mary York. Mary has served in executive leadership roles. Um, her interest in grief and loss began many years ago when her mother died, when she was only in her 20s. This remains an integral part of her life. And much of what she does today in hospice is a tribute to her mother. Um, she is the founder of the online Butterfly Memorial Garden, which was a finalist in 2017 for the Good Funeral Award. So welcome to the show, Mary. And I know you are also named after your mother, I wanted to say, which I think is wonderful. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Welcome. Um, so your mom was in hospice. 25 years ago, uh, uh, dealing with cancer was a, a two-year process for her and a, and a very long goodbye for all of us in the family. And hospice made it very, very comforting at the end. And I always felt that if, if and when I could, I would come back and, and volunteer for hospice for that because they meant so much to me at the time. Hard time to lose a mom in your, your 20s. It is. And um, you have to remember that this was 30 years ago. There, there wasn't a lot of online memorials that were interactive and beautiful and um, enduring in nature. Um, <clears throat> for me, I felt like um, after her funeral, there was such a, a feeling of isolation. I felt like uh, there weren't a lot of people to talk to about her life and what she meant to so many people that I knew, but not necessarily people that I could connect with. I was in college. I came back uh, to be with her uh, toward the end of her life. But uh, I can remember specifically walking in our dining room and seeing some sympathy cards on the table and just happening to open one of them which was from a high school friend of mine who remembered my mother and what she meant to her. And I thought, gosh, how many more cards like that and memories and stories will I, I not be able to experience because there's no way for people to tell me about her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so that was really um, sort of the seed that, that was planted in me to figure out if I could sort of fill that gap that at the time was not there. How did you get support in college? Did you, Heidi went back to college when her brother died and, and uh, it's interesting. People didn't know her brother. I assume people didn't know your mother. I mean, how, right. did, how did you deal with it and how did you get support? You know, um, I think that one of my professors in college, I think was concerned about me, knew that I was going through, um, 
a lot of sadness about this and stress. And he recommended that I go see a counselor to talk about uh, my mother. But um, I, I couldn't do that at the time because I had to go back home to, to take care of her and be with her. So I, I really did feel alone for the, for the most part. Um, I, what I ended up doing is reading a lot and reaching out to organizations that um, worked with the bereaved and tried to journal a lot and um, walk myself through the process when triggers would happen and remind myself that it was okay. And that the further out I got from my mother's death, I knew that the ebbs and flows were part of the process and that I could get through it and it would lessen each year, but that it would stay with me forever. And um, in a way, I'm very appreciative of that because I feel like that has led me to do something like I've done with the Butterfly Memorial Garden. Interesting thing about having a, a death when you're in your early 20s at college is that most students in their early 20s have not lost a parent or a sibling. So you really, they've lost grandparents, but not parents or siblings. So you feel very, I felt very isolated and alone. And I also felt like people want you to be fun when you're in your early 20s and they want you to be, you know, the way that you were prior to the death. So I didn't feel like there was a lot of support after about two weeks. I mean, I don't fault my friends because they really didn't get it. But uh, I felt right. like, okay, hey, where's fun Heidi? We invited you to this party because we want fun Heidi here. We don't like grieving Heidi. So, yeah. you know, I had to hide a lot of things and do a lot on my own because I felt like I, you know, I needed to bring my game face, my fun face, my college face to, you know, to events, et cetera. So it was, it was lonely. So I love, I love, like you said, right now we're online with Open to Hope. You're online with, with the butterflies, what you have, the Memorial Garden. And it's so wonderful that people can get support online now. So tell us about the Butterfly Memorial Garden. Well, uh, it is the only memorial of its kind, and it is really based in uh, beauty and inspired by nature. It's obviously got the transformative symbol of the butterfly uh, integrated into it, and it is really about a deeply personal experience about celebrating someone's life and doing it together no matter how far away you live. Um, I think that it was important when I developed this that everybody have a unique contribution. And so no two butterflies are ever gonna be alike and um, tributes attached to them uh, are also unique. And the fact that people can release them and share them and come back again and again to this space for healing and for comfort is really what it was designed for. Talk about a couple of the tributes uh, that you've gotten or read them to us. There are, there are so many beautiful tributes that, that people write. I have found that um, about 90% of people choose to write a personal tribute rather than a, a pre-formatted pre one. And that just tells you how much people want to talk about the people that they've lost. So yes, I'd be happy to share a couple. When you see a butterfly, it is said that it is someone you love in heaven reminding you of them and giving you a reason to remember all the beautiful memories you shared with them. 
In remembrance of you, Nana, may this beautiful butterfly garden grow and become a tribute to you for years to come. I love you, your one and only granddaughter, Kitty. And this one I really like. It's uh, I'm learning that with lightness, there is darkness, learning that the two will be partnered forever. As mm -hmm. with love and loss, I choose to see the love and the beauty and the lightness as a blessing. Uh, how does the site work? So uh, you sign up through the site to um, open an honorary garden and that space is private and uh, the account holder has the ability to control um, any comments that are made public and also the people that are invited to the garden. Everybody makes a, a unique butterfly, releases it, and when they share it, people come directly into the garden to do the same. And what you can do is sign up to um, opt in for alerts when new butterflies come into the garden. So everybody gets notified of new butterflies, they come back again and again. It's, it's such a gentle reminder to um, get people to continue to talk about the person who has passed. Mm -hmm. And that's not always easy for people. Right. I love that. It's so beautiful. I mean, your site, when it opens up the whole thing and looking at the butterflies, and it's really remarkable. Every, everyone should take a look at it. And your mom was an art teacher, right? She was. She was a, such a big part of my life and um, was always, always doing something creative around the house. And she, she loved to paint and um, always always was encouraging us to be creative. And I still, when I think of the garden, I can't help but think that part of this coming to life is, is her spirit through me making this happen. Why the butterfly? The butterfly has a transformational process, right? From cocoon to butterfly. And not only that, but in, in many cultures, it has a, a, a symbolism of hope, of joy, uh, of lightness. Uh, there's a lot that is wrapped around the image of a butterfly. And I think the fact that there are uh, so many kinds of butterflies and so many colors and that they're so beautiful, I think that is sort of a reference to what people are. You know, no two people are the same. They're very beautiful to us and how we see them. And um, people, people often think about people who have passed when they see a butterfly. That just happens to be a, a symbol that is a reminder of that. Mm -hmm. Lovely. Heidi, you've got one on your ankle. Uh, what, oh. What's your thought about the butterfly? I feel like it, yeah, it's a transformation. It represents the circle of life. When I first, it was interesting because I got, I got the butterfly and I loved it and it reminded me so much of my brother. But then when I adopted my daughter, I adopted my daughter from China in 2006 and I felt like I wanted to do something else with the butterfly. So I put a yin and yang circle in the middle of my butterfly just to represent the circle of life. You know, um, people leave your life and people come into your life. So. I love that with the idea of your sight to people coming in with a, a new butterfly. Yeah. Well, uh, there are other things uh, that you can do with the butterfly, with corporations and things like that. Are there from your side? There are. So uh, I told you about the uh, individuals and the, the different level of plans people can sign up for. 
Um, it is also designed as a website plugin for organizations that deal with the bereaved. So it could be a hospice, it could be a funeral home, it could be organizations that um, provide extraordinary service to people who are grieving. And basically it, it can become a branded online memorial site for that organization that they use with their families. And uh, it becomes this internal way to provide some incredible therapeutic um, healing and comfort to, to these people. Oh, it's, it's just so beautiful. Everyone should go uh, take a look at it and share just the beauty of, of going to the side. It's absolutely lovely. So uh, thank you so much and give us your uh, URL. The website you can go to is uh, butterflymemorialgarden.com and you can find both individual and uh, organizational ways to use the garden. Well, thank you so much, Mary, for being on our show today and sharing all that you've done. It's really quite wonderful. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. Thank you, Mary. And thank you for providing so many people with hope after loss. Thank you. And to your work too. Thank you. Thanks everybody for joining us on this show today. And Heidi and I always want to remind you that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own and God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.